0: Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a football Thursday. Week number 14 is upon us. It is, like, fantasy playoff clinching time. It is crunch time when it comes to everything. It is Dave Sturchio. It is Chris Gucci. And, of course, A5 Anthony behind the glass here at Chop Studios. Got a lot going on. Like we said, uh, the mojo market's heating up. Um, there's another game to be played tonight. We'll get into all that. We'll get into... To uh, guys who should be shorting uh, in the playoffs. We'll get into that in a little bit. Yesterday, we told you guys to invest in right now for their playoff push and their playoff run. But there's a couple guys that are sitting there on playoff teams that haven't done anything for you all year round. And, you know, it's time to finally just say, you know, goodbye and and try to short them and make money on the short multipliers. All that, we'll get into that. But first, again, it is Thursday night football happening tonight. uh, And it's, uh, a banger of a matchup, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it is the Las Vegas Raiders traveling to LA, which is a long commute for them, uh, over to Hollywood to take on the Baker Mayfield, possibly led LA Rams. Did they not name
1: who was starting yet? They the did not.
0: Mm. Um It can't be Baker. Coach McVay came out and said that it was gonna be, you know, the the ability, the the availability was there. Um he was on the practice field yesterday with the team. So again, Dial back. He's a smart kid, you would think.
1: I got your <laughs> like, I got your play for today, for tonight's game. If Baker Mayfield gets named the starter, he's going to spike. He's going to go up a little bit because there's going to be an opportunity there. But then? But then as soon as he goes <laughs> up, right, there's going to be room to make some money because as soon as this game gets played, it's going to go right back down. So I would say short Baker Mayfield. Short Baker the Mayfield. Not okay. yet. Wait, wait until they announce the news because they might not announce the news. They
0: might just announce he's active. You know what I'm saying? Like they might not like I don't think McVay's going to come out and be like <laughs> that's my starting quarterback for tonight. I don't think that's going to happen. I,
1: I think the, it's just going to be like I feel there's like there's
0: Baker Mayfield like, like second it's and six hard. I
1: feel like it's hard to keep something like that under wraps throughout game day with the reporters all around and and when Baker gets I mean gets how there, much work could he possibly questions. got
0: yesterday? You know what I'm saying? Like just, just
1: I'm confused by why they would even say Baker might start. It's a disrespect to the guys that have been in the locker room as far as I see it. But hey, that locker room is a complete mess as it is right now. So, mm. we'll see. Baker Mm, short Baker if he starts.
0: Okie dokie. Shorting Baker-Makefield. Other plays tonight. I'm curious to know if Derek Carr is the kind of guy that you would go in on tonight. Considering the fact that, again, the Rams are in disarray. They do have Patrick Ramsey. He does. I'm uh, Patrick Ramsey. Jalen. Who the heck is Patrick Ramsey? Nobody. Jalen Ramsey. Patrick Peterson? Maybe I like him. I don't know. Jalen Ramsey's over there. I don't know why. Like, that one threw me off even for a loop. Um, but Jalen Ramsey's over there. Yes, f- phenomenal corner. Yeah, I don't know if he travels or not uh, with a, a Devontae Adams of sorts, but maybe a, a big day for a Mac Collins, maybe a big day for Foster Moreau. He's um, not
1: following Devontae.
0: No, right? He stays That's on one side of the it. field. Yeah. So you will see some, like, opportunity for a guy like Derek to stretch the field a little bit
1: yeah I mean the the Rams haven't been stopping the pass at all this year so whether Jalen Ramsey is there or not they don't get any uh, pressure on the quarterback I feel like the Raiders are a decent play across the board in this one Devante's been been doing well this year all things considered Josh Jacobs been doing well Derek Carr not so much but I will say this down the stretch when the Raiders season was written off by everybody we were talking about them as a top two pick Couple weeks back, they rattled off some wins. There's some fight. Walk in this off team, wins, emotional wins, overtime wins, where they had to dig deep a little bit. So, you know, you want to give credit where it's due. As bad as their season has been, this team is playing hard down the stretch when they don't have many wins. So, for that reason, I don't see the same thing out of the Rams. And I'm going to give my flowers now to Josh McDaniels because it's about the only time that Just I can.
0: Just going to ask you if they're finally buying into this. I wouldn't say that they're buying in. Staff. I
1: would say that there's good leadership on this team, and I don't really. I, I I think that it was one of the worst moves you could do as a starting quarterback in the NFL is to go up on stage and cry. But since You're, that, you're since hung that up game, on that. I'm not hung up on it. Hear me, I out. It Hear me out. I call it emotion. I call it passion. Fine, that's fine. I thought it was a bad look. But it's it's not up to me to decide what that means because the team has responded. What's since what's then, their record since the cry I game? I don't, I don't know. I don't think they've lost. But I know that they've won two overtime games I don't since think they've then. lost. I don't know what they've <laughs> so lost. But yet,
0: Keep on crying, Derek. I, I would, I would imagine game. that.
1: Gun to my head, the Raiders have lost since then. I don't know, man. They lose. They they tend to Well aware
0: that they lost a plethora of games in the beginning of the season. But now, you know, you're playing some inspired football. You're playing for each other. I don't know. Jacobs is definitely a big play tonight, I think. I think he's going to have another great game. He's been
1: back in practice. I know he's been limited a little bit. A little bit. But that's standard for a guy on a contract contract in week 14 playing for a bad team. Here's
0: a short play real quick before we get into the shorter plays for the playoff run. Um, All of the receivers on the Rams? Like, uh, who, who on earth is going to catch a Van Jefferson 2-2 two, two, at, at well? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, Tyler Higby is a yeah, pass
1: catcher. The, the reason why, maybe you short Higby because I feel like he's the only one coming in with any slight expectation in this game. But because of the way the market's going to expect these receivers to perform with Baker Mayfield, if it is Baker Mayfield, and if it's not whoever else, is it John Wolford, right? Whoever else the I thought he was hurt too. Whoever else the <laughs> so. quarterback is going to be in this game, there's not going to be any expectation at any yeah. of these young receivers and all they have to do is maybe catch four and a touchdown for them to go up so i'm not going to short any rams receivers based on the fact that i can ex- i don't think that if they play bad the market's going to respond because they there should be no expectation out of do you think team the
0: market right. will be even watching this game
1: the market is going to take tonight <laughs> off probably no there's a lot of offense God, on it. the raiders so um, yeah
0: well look Get interested. It is a way to be interested in this game, to watch the players you invest in. So do that right now. Download the app. Do all that stuff. Refer friends. I know there's a referral program going on right now. For everybody you refer, you get money in your stock. So just do it. Um, It's a great gift that keeps on giving. It's Christmas time. It's time to give. Even if you're celebrating Hanukkah, you could do it for eight crazy nights in a row. Just keep referring people over and over again. Do you Um, know that
1: there's people referring to um, units in Chop Sports Facebook as Mojo Bucks? People are like, I'll bet you 10 mojo bucks. And I guess that's like either a – I don't know if that's an inside joke amongst our our fans. I never heard the joke, or or so it's not people. an inside joke with me. Well, no, no, no. It's, I didn't say amongst us. I oh. said amongst our fans. Where they're like, I'll bet you 10 mojo bucks. And I know that you're not really allowed to talk betting on Facebook groups, so yeah. maybe that's why. But anyway, oh, it's a way around it? <laughs> mojo bucks. Maybe there's some marketing here. Mojo bucks.
0: Guys, hey, right? listen.
1: Take a straight sure They're going to be it? like, yeah, there is mojo bucks. Where the where have you been, dude? <laughs> yeah, right.
0: You guys are way behind. Um, I spent all mine. (laughs) Yesterday we talked about playoffs, right? It's time for more playoff talk. These guys who are going to be playing in the playoffs, or at least the run that they're about to go on, um, their teams are playing well, and we have to start. Why are we starting? Are you kidding me right now? I'm not. Dalton Schultz? And you know exactly my why. My guy, this Dalton Schultz? The,
1: don't, this should come as no surprise to you because I feel like you, once I give my reasoning, you're going to be like, okay, it makes all good sense. And it's not necessarily because I don't believe in Dalton Schultz as a pass catcher. Chose violence on the There's Thursday. reasons here, all right? One, there's not enough involvement out of Dalton Schultz compared to last year when he kind of took the league by storm. He's not as involved. Because there's three other tight ends there. Are, am I making your point? Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Look crowded tight end room ah, yeah. over there in Dallas, right? <laughs> now, being that there's a crowded tight end room, they have some emergence out of a Gallup who's now fully back, right? Seems like Gallup it. Gallup yeah. looks like he's ready back, ready for the stretch run. So Gallup is not only back, but he's playing better than he played prior to. So some of those targets that were going to Schultz last year, they're going Gallup's way, rightfully so. They're more of a run-first team now. Not that they weren't last year, but this is a much better version of them being a run-first team. Mm. And we all know that, in those situations, they probably are a better football team with Dalton Schultz on the bench. If you know we're running the ball, right, he's th- probably their least—he's the least effective pass uh, run blocker out of the tight ends, nah, I think. I
0: beg to differ. He's got a couple of nice little pancakes of course this year. A, but- I
1: mean, he did play football for his whole life, so I'm sure he it, could put true. a hat on a hat. But if we're talking about who's better at that, it's probably not him, right? The involvement Man. isn't there. I think he sees the field a little bit less based off of that. And I also think that when he's in the game, teams kind of know, okay, they're probably gonna throw on this down. So I think Dalton French Schultz tag anything to do with it? The next thing I was gonna say man, is I the contract. On, I sort of got it. The contract situation notes. that you look, I don't think he I think he's the odd man out, especially because they have to pay Tony Pollard. If they do. And mm. I don't think that they're basing their offense and how they're calling games based on the fact that he's on his contract year. Yeah. But he is on his contract year and the better he does, the more it's gonna cost them. Mm. I say Dalton Schultz is a good short. Okie dokie. Even if they play deep, I still think he's not going to be too involved.
0: I got a team that might play deep into the playoffs, but has not used and staying on the, the 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 topic of tight ends that and that's my guy Dawson Knox. It's time to short Dawson Knox right now. He's down 9.8% since week one. He's been non-existent the entire year. Um, it is just it's defeating knowing how good your quarterback is and Josh Allen, and you can't get involved, man. It's it's very defeating. Three games of five or more targets, just three. Okay, five or more. You're the starting tight end of the Buffalo Bills with Josh Allen at the helm. Don't give me the whole Josh Allen's been hurt thing, banged up. If anything, if if Josh Allen's arm is hurt, he would be looking shorter underneath the Dawson knock. It's just not happening. His best game of the year comes on seven catches, seven targets, seventy yards. A lot of sevens there. Um, but again, just I'm not involved on Dawson right now. There is a three times short multiplier on him. The fact that he's not being uh, involved in this offense. And the offense has to fly. And now this week, if you want to start the short game on Dawson Knox right now, do it now. They're playing the Jets, who the Jets have proven themselves, have a fantastic defense to lead their team to where they're at today. Dawson, my guy, I, I drafted you literally in – I'm in five leagues this year, which, by the way, would never happen again. I'm just going to play the mojo market next year. No more fantasy football for me. Um, that's a lie, but I just – I'm frustrated because of Dawson Knox. I had him in like four of my leagues as my starting yeah. tight end. He hasn't delivered. I, I share Get out pain. of my mind. I
1: share your pain a little bit with Dawson Knox. I invested in him in a dynasty league, and I'm probably going to let him go after this one. Goodbye, Look, Dawson. I, I, I was a little – Hesitant going into this season on Dawson Knox. I had him last year, and he was very productive, right? Very. But this year, looking at it, I should have saw this coming, but I did not. He was very touchdown dependent last year. He didn't get a lot of targets. It was a lot down low. He scored some touchdowns, and it made him a little bit shinier than he should I have have
0: I have a complete group chat that's dedicated to a fantasy league, obviously. But every week, the starting joke of Sunday is five bucks. Dawson Knox first touchdown score.
1: Like it's like the thi- and it, every- you've yeah. lost every and single now, week. Also, like- there was a tragic situation yeah, that no, took place for Dawson yeah, Knox prior to the season, so he's playing this year with a heavy heart. And I can't sit here and say that there's a reason why he's not playing up to his potential because the guys out there grinding every week and they're just not calling his number down in the in the red zone the way they were. I don't think that Dawson Knox is a short for long, but just the way this offense is working this year. I think that Dawson Knox is definitely, I agree. I agree. Short Dawson Knox going forward, but he's still got three years left on that deal on a high-powered offense. As his role potentially changes and he gets a little more seasoning, maybe Dawson Knox uh, becomes a little more viable.
0: But not right now. Not right now. Not right now, pal. All right. Switching on over to a wide receiver over there. You got a feeling about Adam Thielen. I like that. I'm a rapper all of a sudden. Um, The Minnesota Vikings will be in the playoffs as the two seed, and you think it's time to get out on Thielen right now and short him going forward.
1: Yeah, Adam Thielen, I believe he's only had double digit targets one game this entire season, right? That's alarming in itself. What's even more alarming here is he's also in a contract year, right? So oh, Adam right. Thielen in a contract year, he's having his worst season of his Minnesota Viking career, NFL career, whichever you want to slice it. I know he's a lifer. He went to Minnesota college, grew up in Minnesota, now he's a Viking. Gonna be interesting to see if he ends up somewhere else. I can't see him in a in an increased role. On another team. You know, he he gets added as a piece, but he's been there forever. He's has a rapport with Kirk Cousins. He has the best number one receiver in, in football playing opposite side of him. Jay Jetta. It's all tailor-made for him to succeed this year. I can't see him signing with another team next year and having a good year. So that's the long game that I'm talking about. But then in terms of this season, in the short game, they traded for uh, TJ Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. Since they made the TJ Hawkinson trade, TJ Hawkinson has significantly more targets than, uh, than Adam Thielen. That's 10. 10 more targets. So he's now the third man in order in terms of target share. And as we've gotten deeper into the season, I feel like TJ Hawkinson has kind of kept that steady pace and Thielen is very inconsistent with his target share. I don't like it. I also don't think that the Vikings are built to go deep into the playoffs. I know there's some bias possibly coming out there, but when you look at their defense and you look at some of the ways they've won these games, the Buffalo game, for example... Uh, Even the Detroit game where they had the last second win, I know that that shows some resolve, but I think that it's going to catch up to them one and done for Minnesota.
0: I got a a, a Chris line here. This is Wolf tickets for the Minnesota Vikings. I don't. I don't agree with the Vikings being as highly ranked as they are. I mean, obviously, the division that could be clinched this weekend. But yeah, I'm in on this uh, Adam Thielen short game right now because, again, since T.J. came over, I looked at it right before the show. T.J. Hawkinson had double his targets. In the first three games as a Viking that he had for the Lions. So it's, it's like right away they knew the trade was worth it for the Vikings. The Lions, I don't know. Again, you want to talk about trading one of their players in their prime. I don't really understand And I will it.
1: take this point to say, this, this time to say, like, I was wrong on Hawkinson. I said short him when the trade was made because I didn't see them – him having any more targets than Irv Smith, that's not true. He no, has, not he true has at all. more, definitely. So,
0: Guess what? I'm going with another tight end in the AFC. I'm going with my guy, Mike Gusecki. New Jersey's own Mike Gusecki. Um, Listen, they have an air raid offense all of a sudden, right? They have Tua throwing the ball to Hill, to Waddle, to Sherfield, to guys you haven't heard of in your life, and they're not throwing a Mike Gusecki. Um, Gusecki's had one, uh, five or more targets or hasn't had five or more targets since week number seven. Okay, so that's a big deal. They're not even looking his way. Um, He has scored four touchdowns, but in that, his stock drops immediately because of the awful gritty that he does. So, therefore, uh, I hope his mojo like, did you see John Heyman's stock dropped yesterday, by the way? Did you see that tweet put out by Mojo? No. John Heyman's stock plummeted, and we all know why. Uh, But anyway, I had to to throw that in. It was a fantastic tweet by Mojo. Um, But, again, Kaseki is down, ready for this. 41% 41% since the beginning of this season. So his season is just not, and he's also playing on the tag. So again, a guy like, what kind of market is there for Gusecki when when the Dolphins ultimately say, hey man, thanks for everything. You know, I don't see him staying in Miami, but anywhere he goes, I, I can't get confident. Like if, well, let's just say, for instance, I'm, I'm a Cowboys guy, right? And, and Schultz walks, and the other guys just never came on. If you told me and you woke me up one morning, like, hey, Cowboys signed Mike Gusecki. I'm like,
1: uh, like great oh, shut up you'd be f- all over what i get his jersey probably yes, you would, but no, no
0: I, I i just i can't get excited about mike gasecki and it's unfortunate considering
1: how good the dolphins have played I, this year i hope to god he signs so i could clip this this scene right here <laughs> when dave they're not his, gonna
0: add another tight end if they lose schultz i got three they're good it's all set over there gasecki get out of here um I'm sorry, down, oh, yeah, I said 41. He's got a three-time shorty on him. Shorty. <laughs> I said that the other day in my it's head. Freaking, freaking, freaking. I'm going to start calling going short shorties. Like, I just, not like that, but like, you know. like a,
1: I don't think anybody took it that way. Dave. Okay, I'm the only one who did yes, that. Yes. All right, yes. that's fine. Three-time
0: shorty on this freaky, guy. Freaky. Uh, do that, Mike Gusecki is on this list, unfortunately. And I feel like the Dolphins can make some kind of a run. It's just, there's nothing to do with it. Yeah, him, the so.
1: system doesn't fit Mike Gusecki's play. Very similar situation to what I feel about uh your boy Dalton Schultz, is that, I don't know why. <laughs> is that they don't really like to use the tight end, especially in this version of the offense, and he's not really that great of a blocker, mm. and I think that's what McDaniels is looking for out of his tight end. So, yeah, I think he's done. Okie dokie.
0: You're going over there and grabbing yourself a uh, no, this is a receiver. We're going to go with the receiver here, um, and this is Mike Evans, okay? Now, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers sitting there at 6-6. Six and six. They are right now the leaders of the uh, NFC South. All signs are pointing to the fact that they will win the South, giving them a home game in the playoffs, but you're still shorting Mike Evans why?
1: Well, Mike Evans is on a downspin in his career right now. That's first. First of all, first and foremost, he's definitely lost a step. If you look at what he's done over a decade, you at the receiver position, I think he's on the wrong side of 30 now. You know, he was never really the most athletic type. He used his size and route running and great hands. Being able to have a huge catch radius, things like that. But he always had at least some athletic ability. I think that's kind of going away a little bit now. Okay. And more so than the fact that Evans is kind of losing a step. I think it's Chris Godwin is officially taken over as the clear cut number one in Tampa right now. 80 targets since week six for Godwin, only 60 targets since week six for Mike Evans wow, 60 20 targets, more 20 more so wow. it's not like okay 60 targets is nothing to you know scoff at that's a decent involvement but comparatively to what the expectations have been and then I'll even do you one better um Mike Evans has zero touchdowns since week 4 really yeah so zero touchdowns since week 4 the Tampa Bay offense it pretty much at least offense it, hasn't, been, it hasn't been anything this year. <laughs> right. And most of the time that they score their points, it's in the final three minutes of football games. So if you could maybe hold out, hold out hope for 57 minutes that Mike Evans has his six catches for 33 yards, that that game winner will be the Mike Evans, it hasn't been so far. It's, mm. been, it's been Cade Otten and Rashad White. right? So these guys, Brady's not the type, especially in crunch time, to, to favor one guy. He's sp- spreading it around. I don't think Mike Evans is the play anymore. I'm not sure about his contract, but it's clear to me that Godwin is the guy in Tampa. But Godwin might be on a one-year deal.
0: He is. So we'll see. Interesting. Yeah, I think they pay Godwin. You think Mike Evans, How would you say his deal was? I'm not
1: sure what his contract says, but I know that um, they better keep Godwin in town because Mike Evans is no longer a wide receiver one.
0: Mike Evans, free agency in 2024. So he has one year left. The cap number for, Jesus. Ready for this? The cap number in 2023 is $23 million, but there's no guarantees. It might be his last year. So Mike
1: Evans is definitely a a candidate to be cut. If Brady comes back, I say Evans comes back. If Brady retires, because there's going to be stipulations coming with Brady returning. If Brady comes back and he's a buck, then it's going to be on the strength of you're keeping Mike Evans and we're going to give this another shot. If Brady retires, I could definitely see Mike Evans being released. Yeah.
0: I mean, right now, he's almost (laughs) 5% of their entire salary cap. So it's like definitely he takes up a nice piece of pie, as Jerry Jones would say. Um, All right. Moving on over to somebody that I am completely.
1: Receivers on the wrong side of 30 don't typically end up somewhere new and succeed. There's not many cases like a Devontae.
0: Very true. Well, is he over 30, Devonta? Yeah, he's He's been around. Um, All right. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Mr. CEH himself. Um, I'm out on you, buddy. And and, and look, you're down a whole bunch. Uh, He's forgotten about. He's completely forgotten about in Kansas City. Um, They're about to go on a run here, I think. The Kansas City Chiefs are about to go on a run, and it's not going to involve Mr. Edwards-Hilaire. Pacheco. Has emerged. He's the number one guy. He's the bell cow now. You sprinkle uh, sprinkle McKinnon on a passing down here and there. Clyde Edwards-Helaire has been completely forgotten about. He hasn't had double-digit attempts since Week Four. So it's been ten weeks since we've seen this guy get the ball in yeah. the majority of the and time.
1: And there's still somebody looming. So now the, you got Melvin Gordon over Melvin there. Melvin Gordon is yeah. moving for that goal line work. Clyde Edwards Alaire, I agree with you 100%. He's undersized for a running back. He's definitely not an in between the tackle guy. And no. He doesn't really offer much in the way of uh, receiving out of the backfield. on
0: special teams? But he's down 27% since he's like week a one.
1: Poor man's Devontae Freeman. We all know how long Devontae Freeman, Freeman was good, though. For, so and was he was was so, so, so was. Box. Like so he was, that dude was a must. So was Clyde Edwards Alaire for about a week. And, <laughs> you know, look at Devontae Freeman was good. Yeah. Okay. Check. I mean, Check Freeman his was good. Guy, <laughs> look, Devonta
0: Freeman. Devonta Freeman from Atlanta.
1: I would say he's a disappointment. Rip. His career was a disappointment. One hundred percent. He may on. have had a good year, but yeah, overall, what is De- Devonta Freeman? He's like twenty six. He's out of the league. How good could he have been?
0: Thirty eight touchdowns in ninety eight games.
1: Come on now. That's yeah, it was probably all one year.
0: Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, no, yeah, his best year was with the Atlanta Falcons with 11 back to back years with 11 touchdowns with Atlanta.
1: Okay, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I didn't say he's a better version of Devontae Freeman, <laughs> I said he's a poor man's Devontae Freeman. And I don't think Devontae Freeman lived up to his expectations at the point that we saw him scoring 11 and 13. Devontae 11. Freeman,
0: New York Giants legend. <laughs> he was there for about a cup of coffee. All right, so. Edwards Allaire, I'm sorry to say, buddy, uh, you, again, you you found yourself on a bunch of my fantasy teams over the last two years. But in the mojo market, you are on my short list, my friend. I'm going to make money because you're not going to get in the game. <laughs> Truth be told, that's it. All right, moving on to another running back. This one is, we got two shockers for you, I think. Two, two guys that I, I just don't, uh, I, maybe you're going to, if you're watching the show, you're like, how the heck did they come up with this? This next one for you is a Philadelphia Eagle which again they all signs point to one seed Eagles home game possible NFC title game possible Super Bowl who knows but it's Miles Sanders you're shorting Miles
1: Sanders right now. Yeah, this is a tough one for me and you know I'm I've gone on record and said like I have a hard time gauging the running back position a little bit in the Mojo market and it's the one that I I struggle with the most. But in the spirit of choosing a running back here because I want to pick a guy from almost every position if possible I am um, gonna. I feel like out of the playoff teams, you're looking at what Miles Sanders has done, and he's had a solid season, but there's one thing that's severely lacking, right? And it's not the touchdowns, which I would expect with Jalen Hurts scoring as much, but that Philly offense is very high-powered. I think what's happening here is that we expected Miles Sanders to catch the ball a little bit out of the backfield. I okay. feel like that's a little bit of what you see when you look at a Miles Sanders. I'm like, oh, he's got that. He's like almost like a tiki barber mold. It's actually been quite the opposite. They're using him a lot more in between tackles, which I don't think is his game. hmm and his he has, like, a decent amount of yards, and he has a decent amount of attempts, and he actually has a decent touchdown total. But his yards per carry isn't great for a team that's as high-powered as them. They should be ripping off maybe a little bit longer of a run. But really, here's where where it gets me. He has nine targets nine? in his last six games. Oh, so he's not catching any balls. He's not getting any looks at all, at all out of the backfield. And I think that's hurting a little bit. And because there's so many weapons on Philly – and Miles. One Sanders, ball to go around. Miles Sanders is is basically having somewhat of a decent season and it's still not responding in the market. I don't think Miles Sanders is gonna do much better than he's done this year for him to go up.
0: It's almost right? like what do you got to do? It's, you know and,
1: you? and if we're if we're really being honest, for future endeavors in the mojo market, say past this season, every single running back that was mentioned at the deadline that was available for trade the Eagles were involved in.
0: That's that's very that's a very so telltale sign. Do the yeah. Eagles
1: believe in him? Maybe they're just looking at this roster and saying you could never have too many running backs, but I think, I, I think Gainwell's I good. was gonna say
0: Gainwell's cut in a little bit nothing so, crazy
1: you know i feel like there's a little bit of apprehension from the front office of whether they think that Miles Sanders is officially the guy or not yeah. based on all the rumors so we'll see i don't know if miles sanders is going to do enough so i'm going to short him
0: shorting miles sanders of the philadelphia but he's, he's Eagles.
1: my he's my least favorite guy to short out of the, the other the guys that i've been bringing in all right
0: i'm bringing in somebody with fair, a team that's ro- yes very fair, fair. Team that's rolling right now are the Cincinnati Bengals. We talked about Joey B yesterday, which by the way caught some steam over on the old socials. Joey B, Jamar Chase, all the good that's coming out of there. I, for one, am shorting Tyler Boyd. Um, Tyler Boyd had all this expectation when Jamar Chase went down to fill in that role. Remember, Tyler Boyd is the is the OG over there in Cincinnati. Before there was Chase. Before there was Higgins, there was Tyler Boyd. And when Boyd was there, there was another receiver and another receiver and another receiver. He's always that number two, number three guy, never looked at as a number one. And now he's completely fallen off the face of the earth, I think. Um, he's uh, not down for the year. He's not. I'll, I'll, I'll preface it but that. If you look for it for the year stretch from week one to week 12, he's not down. But this deeper run, what I've seen him, he hasn't scored a touchdown since week eight. All right, so he's not even looked at in the red zone or long plays or anything like that out of Joe Burrow in this offense. Um, he's not even a target option at this point. Week 11, he had seven targets, two catches. There is some confidence lost, I feel, with Tyler Boyd. And again, he's, he's down on certain weeks. He, he's just not checked out. He's not checked into this offense. Everything else is working, clicking. Things see, are moving. And I just don't see Tyler Boyd as part of this. I think I just don't.
1: I wouldn't say that there's no lost confidence in Tyler, but I think he's one of the more professional guys in the league. Really, I think you know the way he's the way he's made a name for himself. Nobody ever expected it. He came out of nowhere. He's solid. I think he's he's there to stay. I think he's a solid NFL receiver. And no matter where he ends up, you will probably get a similar production to that. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't think he's anything more than a number three. But when you're looking at his numbers as a number three, I think he's pretty solid, and that's why he might be up a little bit for the season. Right. right. Makes sense. But the thing that I agree with you on is that since, I would say, halfway point where it was like we didn't think Tyler Boyd was going to get any involvement because they have Jamar Chase and they had um, T. T. Higgins, right? In the beginning of the year, I feel like Jamar Chase was being double teamed by everybody, and Tyler Boyd was able to kind of carve out a nice little role for himself. Then Jamar Chase goes down and you're like, oh, well they have Tyler Boyd this time. Thank up. goodness. Thank yeah. God, right? Yeah. Well, Tyler Boyd's numbers actually got worse when Jamar Chase was out.
0: That's that's my alarming part. Now, of this. Jamar
1: Chase is back. You'd be like, okay, back to normal. Maybe he'll get his involvement. And yes, he might, but it's gonna be few and far between. It's gonna be splash plays like it always has been. I think that consistency wise, you're right. He's not there enough. Uh,
0: listen, if you're watching a Bengals game and there's a third and 12 and there's a lace over the middle, it's
1: Tyler Boyd. He catches the ball first down I, Bengals, I, I and might, then he's forgotten. I might push <laughs> back a little bit on this one because I, I believe that the Bengals are going to make a deep run. I think that's the, the moxie of this team. From what we've seen. And, and yeah. there's going to be some opportunities for him to cash in on that. <laughs> so in Super Bowl but there's MVP. also some opportunity there for him to you know have a goose egg or only have two targets in those games as well. So Very true. Uh, I'm not going to short him. No offense. But I, I, I see where you're coming from with it. I'm just tired of him not doing to last four weeks. What, like, what, what got me
0: was, was the chase miss, like the missing I time like, for chase I feel and like him
1: not jumping up and going crazy. This is the time where the guys like Tyler Boyd where it's like, oh, when there's expectations, he maybe falls flat, but he's really good in the underdog role. Well, we're all about mojo so expectations watching this right here, now folks. Tyler, if you're watching, make Dave eat his words. All well. right. I'm going right.
0: to eat em. Eat my words. Eat them. All right. That's it. That is our short list for our playoff for run. Now. Again, for now, yeah, we'll probably Subject revisit to this. Change. Definitely revisit this as we get closer to the playoffs. Week fourteen, there's some clinching scenarios for a couple teams. It's going to be interesting. Two teams that don't have a clinching scenario tonight are the Raiders and the Rams, and they get it started over on week fourteen on Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime with Al Michaels and
1: what's the college guy again? Kirk Herbstreit. Herb Street. Uh, they're 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 okay. Ugh. You don't like it? I don't. Want, I love Al Michaels. You don't like Kirk? You can, it, like you can do it, hammered do Huh? Hammered. Did you see that thing about Joe? Buck? I got to show you this. Oh, they're video. Drunk. Oh, Joe Buck and Trey Aikman? Hammer <laughs> tequila shots. That's <laughs> a known thing. The, he come in, ah,
0: the drop break. I'm like, what the hell? Is he okay? Um, and I love Joe Buck. I know there's not a, the, the 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 masses. I've come around. I've come around. I've come around on him significantly. Um, but like the masses are like, oh, Joe Buck. I've watched wars.
1: many Yankee uh, playoff. You always feel like Joe listen, Buck. It's because
0: he does so many neutral games like he's the fox game of the week when it comes to well not anymore he's espn but he was like the guy who had to call it bias but if your team was on fox game of the week you felt like he was rooting i think that i've never liked i never
1: liked joe buck until i until i started talking on the internet and
0: then i started to realize (laughs) that joe buck's
1: talented yeah now now you feel for him (laughs) yeah
0: um do us a favor follow mojo on the social medias okay you could do that instagram twitter and tiktok at mojo and of course Join the Discord. The conversation keeps on going 24 hours a day over on Discord slash Mojo, M-O-J-O. It's very easy um, to find us there. And, of course, if you're going to start dabbling in this Mojo market, please do it responsibly, okay? We don't want you to lose your complete mortgage or anything like that, but we do want you to pay for a Just vacation half
1: a or bit. two. Just half of
0: Just it. Just half your mortgage. You know, sublease that And thing. when I say
1: lose, we mean... Yeah, obviously that's
0: what we're here for. We're here to market and give our expectations beyond the expectations of the expectations. So for Dave Sergio, Chris Gucci, and of course A Five behind the glass here at Chop Studios. This has been another episode of the Mojo A Market Report. Try your very best to enjoy Thursday night football tonight. Maybe we see some Baker, and maybe you should short him. Good night, everybody.
1: <laughs> Good morning. <Bye-bye. laughs>